Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of your WCPO High School Insider Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Dyer. The coronavirus outbreak has obviously impacted all levels of football, whether it be high school, college, or the NFL. I wanted to speak to the prominent voice of college football here in the city of Cincinnati and how he's been dealing with this uh, outbreak and connecting with players and coaches and the impact on recruiting within the Bearcats program. So now I'm pleased to be joined by University of Cincinnati head football coach Luke Fickle. Luke, thanks for taking a few minutes. Not a problem. How are you managing uh, to, uh, to, to, to parent during this time uh, with six children in the house? Uh, what's that been like for you and Amy? Uh, it's stay out of the way of mom because she has a routine and sometimes I just mess it up. So um, she likes to say I don't uh, discipline quite as well as she does. So I think sometimes she's like, I wish you could just stay out of my way. Um, but more than anything, it's just trying to keep them busy and, you know, again, try to set some new semblance of a schedule with, uh, with no school, but still school work to do. Well, obviously, everybody in the same boat. And I know we've been kind of talking about uh, this ad nauseum here. But uh, what, what is your perspective on uh, how you kind of wrap your mind around the situation right now with uh, everybody being at home? I think, I mean, I think we're all a little bit scared. Um, scared in many different ways like hey how you know how bad is this what happens if we get it um you know all those kinds of things to how long is this going to last um what's going to be our routine how do we continue to move forward um i think the boredom and the not having things to do are just a small part of it i think everybody's talking about those things but the reality is it's it's not knowing um which is so difficult to plan for so i think you know, for us more than anything is, you know, whether it's our families or, you know, our job or our, our, our kids and our program is just trying to put some type of structure in place uh, so that people can, me included and, and, and our guys included, can go about their, you know, their lives and still continue to get better at whatever it is they are doing, whether it's in school or, you know, trying to stay healthy and work out, um, but in the right smart ways. How do you keep tabs on uh, your players and what's been your message to them? Well, it's the same thing. It's, it's, we, you know, we got back this week from spring break. So this was the first real, real week back where we're trying to find a semblance of a routine. Uh, I think there's, it, it's key to find a balance. You know, we don't know how long this thing's going to go. So if we knew it was going to be 30 days, then, you know, we could put some things, you know, in, in place and uh, make sure we're not losing too much. But I think not knowing, um, the extent of how long these things will be is I, I think we kind of talked as a coaching staff with our players about trying to be smart, trying to develop some consistency that, you know, we can manage and handle and, and ramp up as it continues to go as, you know, as guys get more interested or, or more set into a routine. So I think more than anything, our guys are so regimented, uh, used to certain things, whether it's working out class, just, you know, being here by six thirty or seven o'clock, um, it's making sure we can find a way to get them back into some semblance of a routine and then stay in contact and communication with them because a lot of people just think, well, they're going to get out of football shape. But the reality is uh, the mind is the most powerful thing to possess and, you know, to not stay on them mentally of all the other things that are building up, you know, um, I think would be wrong. So I think communication has been by far. So in the short amount of time has been the best thing. I know just in a football sense, uh, there was a video put out about uh, your new coaches to the staff. Can you talk a little bit about them and uh, what they bring to the table for you? <laughs> yeah, they get a, it's kind of a unique time for them because, you know, our, our program is based on relationships and, you know, getting an opportunity to, you know, for Coach Enos to build a relationship with the running backs, 
uh, and Coach Perry to, to build a relationship with the corners, um, it takes some time, you know, and now we're trying to do everything remotely and, and uh, you know, rely upon the relationships we've built. I think it's going to be a little bit more difficult for those two guys. Um, it's not as difficult since they're, you know, maybe a little bit more distant because everybody's distant. You know, Perry's still in Albuquerque and, and uh, Dan is still in Miami, um, you know, with their families. Uh, so that's not as difficult just because they get a chance to stay at home. But I think it's tough for them not knowing, really knowing those players um, and trying to continue not just to build on their football knowledge, but build on the relationships when, you know, when they're having to do it from a distance. So I guess the younger kids are used to building relationships via <laughs> social media and Twitter right. and, and, and things like that, where, you know, us guys a little bit older, uh, like to do a lot more face-to-face and, and hands-on things. So um, they've transitioned well. I think the ability for us to keep a core, so, you know, Dan on offense to be able to rely on Coach Denbrock and Gino, um, you know, to ask questions about the guys and things. And then, um, you know, for Perry, be able to walk in there and, and rely a lot on Coach Freeman, um, just about the dynamics of and, and the relationships with the kids. So um, we got a good situation. I think it's just going to be a little bit difficult for those two guys. I know you and your family just got back from vacation in Florida, but uh, do you know kind of what a, a typical day might be uh, starting next week as far as uh, just what you're doing to uh, to keep uh, tabs on everything and just manage your time? Yeah, yeah. We tried to, you know, for us as a staff, we're, you know, we're kind of eight to 10 on our own with football stuff. And so there's some O&D meetings. Um, and then from 10 to 12 is time with our players. So whatever that means, that might mean 10 minute meetings. That mean, might mean FaceTime calls. That might mean, um, some zoom me, I mean, you know, just a balance, uh, in the, that 10 to 12 and then from 12 to two for our players, it's all academics. And then they have academic meetings at like two 30 and three with our academic people. Um, and then that's the time for us as coaches to be in our recruiting phase. So we kind of got it scripted out a little bit. Um, you know, again, we're trying to find balance to what we're doing as well. Um, so that we can, you know, get better as we go through this thing, not trying to throw it all in there in, in the first week or two. And then after two weeks, be wore out and not want to even communicate. Um, but we're trying to limit the, the, the bigger staff things that, you know, just probably right now are not uh, a necessity, but we can catch up, you know, once or twice a week in, in some big meetings, just to make sure more than anything um, that our kids are in good shape. Our kids are mentally in a good place. Uh, and if there's any issues academically, we can be on top of I normally cover high school sports. So I've been kind of keeping tabs on what some area coaches are doing to help their, uh, you know, players um, just give them ideas for working out at home. And I know a lot of videos of social media stuff out there, but from a college standpoint, I mean, what, what's been some of the advice that you've given to, or maybe your strength and conditioning coaches have been given to your players. Very similar. I mean, I think we, we were putting out stuff today because we kind of had to get it cleared through, um, you know, our doctors and everything just to make sure we're being smart. You know, the, the toughest, most uh, thing I worry about the most is guys, you know, our guys are pretty motivated. I think they have an expectation. They know um, what it takes to be really successful. And when they're on their own, that can be a little bit dangerous. So I think more than anything, we're just trying to find that, again, that balance idea. But for our guys to you know be smart about what it is that they're doing. So we've kind of got small groups. And I don't mean small groups of guys working out, but each of our strength coaches have a smaller group. So they're actually FaceTiming and communicating with guys um, 
going to do it twice a week. They're going to, we've got some sets, workout schedules, you know, a lot of it's kind of aerobics or jazzercise types of things because we don't expect everybody's got a home gym. Um, But now from there, each of those small groups can kind of, you know, get down to what each guy has so they can kind of work individually with uh, based on where a guy is. If he's at home and he's got some, some means of some things, then we'll adjust their program. But more than anything, I, I, the strength and I, uh, coaches and I talk, uh, number one thing is we just want to keep them fit. And that doesn't mean they're going to gain a lot of, you know, size and muscle and things like that, but try to keep them in, in some semblance of, you know, not losing what it is uh, that they've got kind of like a maintenance, um, a maintenance phase. And then to get them outside, just to be able to move around, not around people. Um, but I think that it, in order to, you know, to be mentally, to stay sharp and healthy, you got to get out some. Um, so the challenge is we're trying to create those things, not put them in harm's way, but realizing that the mental side of things with everything that they've done and built um, can really become depressing if they lose a lot of it. So uh, more than anything, trying to work on their the, what's between the ears, the, the bodies and things will, will recover a lot faster. Uh, so I think more than anything, it's just really trying to keep a grasp on where everybody is and what they're doing. How does this situation impact recruiting? Well, it, it's it's going to be a bit different. I think that's – I don't worry about missing the the spring recruiting of being out there because uh, you can do a lot of those things, um, you know, from home, you know, even on the, the calls and getting kids on the phone. Uh, but, again, the same thing. It, it, what, what hurts is is really trying to just see what growth has happened to a lot of these kids in the last six months. You know, I, I got a – you know, I got a 17, 18-year-old at home and, and – what has changed differently? What I've been telling him is, you know, in, in those last four or five months that a lot of kids are developing and changing as they go from the junior to senior year, uh, we're going to miss out on at least seeing a lot of that. So hoping we can get back to some normalcy. I think this summer getting kids to come here and spend some time with us is going to be a big deal if we can get that done. Um, on the other hand, you're going to have to do a lot of projections and uh, the best way to project is to have a good relationship and know a little bit more about somebody um, as to their character and, and their their mindset and you know what kind of a passion do they have for the game uh, might override actually getting a chance to uh, seeing them work out and playing some football because I think we're going to miss a lot of that in this you know last two three four months whatever it's going to last. You know, the news changes daily. It seems like with anything and everything in the sports world, but it sounds like the NFL is going to go ahead with the, the draft uh, in April, April 23rd to 25th. Uh, how has uh, the situation impacted uh, Josiah and Michael and just how they're preparing for the draft? Well, I think Josiah and Michael are, are probably in, in, in a good shape. It's the, it's going to impact to me more of the Brian Wrights and the Perry Youngs and the Morgan Jameses, the guys that to me um, have a great opportunity in, in, could and should possibly get drafted, but without having that pro day, without having that opportunity for those people to spend some more time with them, um, I think is going to be difficult on them. Uh, Mike and Josiah had the combine to, to do a lot of the interviews and at least see him run around and work out. I know Mike didn't run, um, but they're way ahead of where a lot of other guys are that don't. You know, I mean, a couple of years ago, Corey Cuttingham. Um, gets drafted because he has an incredible, you know, workout here and sees how athletic he is. And uh, so I worry a little bit more about those guys. So trying to, you know, talk to communicate with, um, 
more of those NFL guys just to say, hey, you, you need to reevaluate, you need to take some some looks at these guys that maybe weren't at the combine. Um, and if that means even sending our numbers and things like that, that they're always impressed with, um, we'll be doing that via our strength program and things like that. So uh, I know it's a tough time for those guys. Uh, I feel really bad for them, but in the long run, I think that uh, I, I think their hopefully their play and their, their video will have to be what people rely a lot more on. Only two weeks or so into this, I've kind of forgotten exactly how many days. It seems like five years, you know, the way that things are going now with the world. But uh, from a personal standpoint, what have you learned the most just about, uh, you know, this situation, whether it be from your family, from a professional standpoint? Well, I, I, in, in some ways, we've tried to look at it as a positive, especially for our family. Um, that's why we kind of loaded up and went and secluded ourselves to a, to a place on the beach. Um, only because this will probably be the last time in our history that we'll, with six kids, have a single thing um, to do to be able to kind of get away and be a family, you know? So for us, it's, it's been a, in that way, it's been a positive. We spent, you know, six, seven days together um, without anybody missing anything. They had to do some schoolwork, but other than that, so in some ways, you say, hey, you're really getting back to the idea of family and, you know, it's having meals together, it's sitting down together. Um, so I think that's probably first and foremost. The second is, is how, how long or how, you know, how tough it is and how, you know, challenging it can be. We're all so busy. Um, but to see how fragile it is when something can be taken away from us in, in, in a short amount of time. And then when it does, what do you have to reflect back to and what can you rely on? And obviously it's that family and those people around you. So I think it's, uh, hopefully as this thing gets through and done and at some point in time uh, we'll appreciate the things that we have a lot more because of what we haven't had an opportunity to do um, and I think it's also given us a time to reflect you know and, and that's not something I do a lot of people always at the end of the season say well have you thought about what kind of a no I haven't I don't take time to sit back and reflect upon you know things because we're always moving forward um, but I think now it's a, it's an opportunity for us to kind of take a couple deep breaths with the time we've got and reflect back on you know the things that we've done and the things we need to continue to do and a what's made you successful b what's been your issues and problems and hopefully in the long run we can all come out I know for me as a person and us as a program um, we can come out the other end a lot better uh, because we'll even know more about ourselves not just as a person but as our program as our guys come back to see how they've handled it. Um, to see if we've instilled the right things in them to be able to handle a tough situation like this that nobody could foresee. You see head football coach Luke Fickle, thank you very much for your time and perspective. Anytime, man. Luke Fickle is obviously facing some of the same challenges that each and every one of us is by staying at home this week. I want to thank him again for his insight and perspective and uh, be sure to check out my article about how the OHSA is planning ahead for the fall sports season due to this coronavirus outbreak right now on WCPO.com. Thanks again for listening. We'll talk to you next week.